Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone. This is Scott Reichel, and this is the Betting Barrier Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, the Bay Area's number one sports podcast network. The only place of the show for every team in the Bay Area and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're also available in your favorite directory, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. You can find me on Twitter at Rice Shell Radio. On this week's show, we're going to be talking about the Golden State Warriors and their upcoming matchups over the next week from a betting perspective. Before we actually do all that, we're going to have a quick word from our sponsor. The Bedenberry Podcast presented by Bet Online. Bet Online remains your number one source for all your college basketball betting this season. Get analysis of every play, prop, and point at Bet Online. You'll find the latest odds, bracket, contests, team matchups, and game trends at Bet Online. Updated odds for everything from live games right through to the Final Four and the championship game. Bet Online is your college basketball headquarters this season. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Be sure to use the promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your bonus. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. Welcome back, everyone, to the Ben and Maria podcast. Before we went on break, we previewed what we we're going to do for this week's show. Once again, talking about the Warriors and their upcoming schedule over the next week. But slight difference here compared to most weeks. We only have two games to go through because there's only two games left in the regular season. The Warriors are currently 42 and 38, and they have a mat- two, they have two road games, which is never fun. But they play against Sacramento and Portland. Play against Sacramento on Friday and against Portland on Sunday. And both games are quite meaningful based on the Western Conference standings. And to look at the standings at the moment, you have the Warriors who are currently in possession of the sixth seed they are one game ahead of the Lakers big loss for the Lakers yesterday against the Clippers wasn't totally shocking because the Clippers have won 11 straight now against the Lakers and LeBron and AD were off an overtime game against Utah I was shocked they even played in the game but the point is the Clippers won so now the Clippers are technically ahead of Golden State again via tiebreaker but you can definitely expect to see more fluctuation over the next week. But the point is, in order to avoid the play-in, Golden State should basically have to win out. I know in the regular season series against the Lakers, the Warriors didn't exactly do that well. So I do believe the Lakers have the tiebreaker over Golden State. And as I pull this up, it is currently 3-1 Lakers. So Golden State, if they win both, they are guaranteed to be out of the play-in, obviously. Or if they uh, win one and the Lakers lose one, then well, actually, I got to think about that one. If they yeah, if they win one and the Lakers lose one, then they also end up getting the six. But in theory, you can make an argument that Golden State has a chance to lose both games because they're on the road. But let's just say, despite the road struggles for the team, I'm pretty optimistic about their chances. Over the next week, not to fully spoil everything, but I do feel like it is worth talking about since Golden State once again is 33 and 8 at home to finish the season, and they are 9 and 30 on the road. So, either way, Golden State had themselves a pretty good week, and we had ourselves a pretty good week. To go through the actual results here, some of the games weren't the easiest, but we got over the finish line in a couple of them. So, starting off with the first game that we ended up recapping last week ended up talking about the Spurs against the Warriors we did like the over in the game which got there however we liked Golden State to cover the spread it opened up at 15 and a half 
and Gordon freaking Jang went four for five from three for San Antonio, including a three-pointer to cut the Warriors' lead from 18 to 15 in the final 40 seconds, and Golden State ended up winning by exactly 15, so lost by a hook there. That line closed at like 18-2, so there was a pretty big line move there. It didn't matter, but we did get the over right there. Then against Denver, we did end up getting the side right. We picked Denver. Wasn't the way that I drew it up. I didn't think Denver would be catching points. I thought Denver would be laying three or four, and then Jokic ended up not playing, and Golden State lost anyway, which is embarrassing. There's really no way around it. That's a terrible loss for Golden State. They almost pulled off the miraculous comeback there in the final two minutes, but then you had Clay missing those two three-pointers at the end, including the block shot by Jamal Murray to win the game, but they lost to Denver with no Jokic, which is embarrassing. But they did get back on track against Oklahoma City on Tuesday, ended up picking the Warriors to cover, and we also had the over in that game, and both were really never in doubt. So overall, nice episode. Ended up doing pretty well. Ended up going 4-2. and two. So could be worse, but we'll look for... Actually, I'm trying to remember if we had the under or the over in that in that Nuggets game. I don't recall what, what we had. I think we might have leaned under in that game. Like, I'm not totally sure. I think I leaned under because I was expecting like a playoff type atmosphere, but to be honest, I don't really recall. But I know for a fact we got the totals right in the Thunder and Spurs games. So good week once again, and hopefully we'll wrap up the regular season in good form. And hopefully Golden State wins out or the Lakers don't sweep, don't uh, win out the rest of the season and the Warriors get to avoid a play-in game. But either way, time to get into the Friday game against Sacramento and to look at Sacramento seeding up to this point. They are currently two games behind the Grizzlies, and on top of that, they also already clinched the Pacific Division. I believe the Kings preseason were around 250 to 1, or even 400 to 1, to uh, win the division. So congrats to whoever had a ticket on that. But the point is, I do think at the end of the day, when you're looking at motivation, which is going to be a serious talking point for just gamblers over the next week because some teams have nothing to play for and other teams do. I do feel like you have to at least just bring it up. And the real question I have is, is Sacramento really playing for anything up to this point? Because they already won the division. They already got themselves 48 wins. I guess you can argue that they want to get to 50, but you're looking at the actual head-to-head matchups between the uh, Grizzlies and the Kings which I am trying to pull up right now. Uh, so if you look at the head-to-head meetings here, the Grizzlies are currently tied with the Kings, so head-to-head doesn't exactly apply there. But the point is Memphis, if they win one more game, they officially clinch the two-seed, and if the Kings... Actually, the, honestly, the Grizzlies might have already clinched the two-seed. I'm not totally familiar with the tiebreaker system, right? on top of my head. But the point is Sacramento at this point in time might have nothing to play for. So keep that in mind because there is a chance that the Kings rest a bunch of guys because when you have Sabonis and when you have uh, De'Aaron Fox and even Monk who's been banged up a little bit and Monk's a good bench player, Herter's been banged up a little bit, Keegan Murray set the all-time rookie record for threes in a single season. The point is the Kings have a lot of good weapons, but when you're headed into your first playoff appearance in a long, long time, there's really no incentive to actually using your starters at the end of the regular season because you might get somebody hurt. And I do think the Kings, as a result, might pull the plug. Now, the argument is maybe the Kings really don't want to play against Golden State in the first round, so they might intentionally try to uh, beat 
Golden State to move them down into the seven. But then they'd have to face off against the Lakers potentially, and that could be iffy. But there's a lot of variables out of teams' control, uh, out of a team's control, when you start trying to intentionally tank games to mess up seeding or you start trying to win games that you probably should be focused more on resting and gearing up for the playoffs. So I'm not sure how Sacramento is going to handle it. I'm assuming that most of their starters will not play many minutes if they play at all. And there is also a chance that the Kings want to uh, beat the Warriors in theory, or they want the Warriors to win because if the Warriors leapfrog the Clippers, we did see the Kings and the and the Clippers have that ridiculously high scoring game a couple of, I think like a month or two ago at this point. So the Kings have proven that they can beat the Clippers and that is a possibility that they just let Golden State win because they'd rather face the Clippers. Now, I'm not sure if the Kings are going to do that, but once again, I'm bringing up any hypotheticals because that could be the case. You never really know. But the point is, we don't have a line on this game, but I will lean to Golden State. I know that the Kings are a very good home team and the, the Warriors just ended up losing to the Nuggets. But I do think the Kings will initially open up as a favorite in this game, and then the line might end up shifting as we get closer to game time if the Kings end up resting, guys. But conceptually, I think if the Kings are clinched into the three, they might as well sit everybody, because I'm not really sure what the upside is. And I do think as a result, you might see Golden State face off against a Kings C or D squad while Golden State's using all the starters. And they're trying to put together a potentially solid end to the regular season to completely avoid the play-in. But I do think at the end of the day, Golden State will get the job done. It might be ugly for a while. From what I've seen from Golden State over the last week or two, even though they have won six of their last eight, they've been pretty underwhelming for about the first three quarters in each of those games. And then they go on a classic Warriors vintage fourth quarter run and they blow the other team out of the gym. I can see that happening in this game where the Kings get off to a decent start, but the Warriors end up making some shots in the second half. They buckle down defensively in the fourth quarter and they end up getting the job done. But for the motivational concerns for Sacramento, I do think that the Kings are going to be a bit susceptible to an upset here. I'm going to go with Golden State to get the job done on Friday. And then on Sunday in the regular season finale, they have a road game against Portland. Now, Portland is god-awful. They've been actively tanking. Lillard hasn't played for a couple of weeks. You're looking at Simons, who hasn't played for a couple of weeks. Grant hasn't played for a couple of weeks. And as a result, the Kings have lost six of their last seven. However, they have been somewhat competitive lately. They did beat Minnesota. Easily the most embarrassing loss for any team this season, Minnesota, because they're fighting for seeding and they lost to a Portland team that was actively punting the season, which is hilarious. But they ended up losing to the Grizzlies by 10 last game. That game was competitive for about three quarters, and the Grizzlies woke up and dominated the fourth. But Portland has been a little bit better lately. The problem is they're still not good. You can read off the roster, besides Shaden Sharp, who's a promising rookie, they really don't have many guys you'd feel great about having play actual minutes on your team. I think Skylar May is actually pretty good from what I've seen in very limited sample size uh, as a spot starter. But I do think at the end of the day, Portland's probably going to get buried in this game. Golden State should still be having to play for seeding or something. And Portland, once again, is literally just waiting for the season to be over. And then they'll go into the offseason and maybe trade Dame Lillard or we'll see what happens with their offseason plans. But the point is, motivation, serious problem for Portland. And I do think Golden State will get it done. Now, the problem is, I said they're going to get it done. Do I think they're actually going to cover the spread? Because this line might be massive for a team that we're expecting to be 10-30 and 30 on the road. Could be 9-31 and 31 on the road if they lose to the Kings. But the Warriors will 
main word will be laying double digits. There's no way Portland will be a single-digit underdog in this game with their current roster and with the motivation edge for Golden State. I think Golden State buries them, if I had to guess. Now, they did let the Spurs hang around in that other game on Friday, which was really just disappointing. I couldn't believe the Spurs hung around. But the point is, Portland is awful. They have nothing to play for. And we always see at the end of the year in the final game of the season, the teams that need to win against teams that have nothing to play for Usually the teams that need to win dominate. That's usually how it goes. And I do think Golden State will win this game by probably north of 20. So I will go with Golden State to get the job done and to cover the spread in the Sunday game. As for the totals, I think I'm going to lean to the over in both. The Kings one's tricky because once again, I'm not sure how long the starters are going to play or if the starters are going to play, but the pace should still be there. So I would lean to the over there. Portland's difficult because they don't have much talent, but they definitely don't guard anybody. So I'm going to go with the over because I think Golden State probably scores 130 in that game. I like a team total for Golden State. But I think at the end of the day, I'm going to I'm going to hope and expect Golden State to rise to the occasion. And I think they'll be able to win out in the final two games. So once again, the picks for the show this week are going to be the Warriors to cover the spread and the over in the Kings game on Friday and the Warriors to cover the spread and the over in the Sunday game against Portland. That's going to wrap it up for this episode of the Bitterberry Podcast. Until next time, good luck to all of you and all of your bets. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.